Welcome back to another episode of Drinking and Thinking. Today, in honor of National Eggnog Month, Kevin, you look thrilled. Yeah. This is like an episode <laughs> of Fear Factor. <laughs> Except there's no monetary prize. Yeah. In honor of National Eggnog Month, we're drinking eggnog and then talking about whether or not you have to be a weirdo to be a Christian. Oh. Oh, so grab something cool, stick around, let's dive on in. Cheers. Cheers. You got cinnamon on top, yes? Cheers. Nutmeg. Okay. Oh, duh. It's yeah. nutmeg on the top. Now, I'm Kevin, of... I told you earlier today. Oh, yeah. This is. I apologize. I didn't tell you what the drink was, but I knew you just looking at this was going to be maybe the hardest thing you do all year. Well, I have one question. Okay. Before you need napkins. <laughs> I am, I am a, a guest invited onto this program. What? And I appreciate what? being no, a guest. You're not. Uh, <laughs> He's invited every week. Am I, yeah, wait a minute. Am I contractually obligated yes. to yes. taste this? You are contractually. You have to, you have to take one decent. I mean, more than just like one decent sip, and then if you don't want any more than that, could you go ahead and just replay that? Because that was weird. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> one decent. It's eggnog. I don't know if I can. <laughs> this was. I've been looking forward to this, this is all awesome. day. It's eggnog. It's it's eggnog. Okay. Put those two words together. <laughs> I can't even drink Egg nog. <laughs> Would it be better if it was Coke nog? Which those Coke? two words are already together. What do you mean yeah, put them one, together? It's one word. Yeah. You're going to drink egg nog. This is delicious. I can't. You know what, Kevin? Uh, I'll let you drink it, but then I'll tell you why I think you actually might like this if you give it a real try. But I don't want to give it away. I love this. I love this too. No way. <laughs> yeah, of course. I thought this was going to be pretty low no, on the list. Oh, I like it. No. Eggnog, yeah. Okay. Did you actually try it? It touched my lip. No, no, no. no. Come on. Give there it. are taste buds on my uh, yeah, lips. No. There, okay. <laughs> have, have a serious sip. There's a reason why I think you would actually like this if you give it a try. It's like cinnamon toast crunch. It's like ice cream in a glass. Mm. It's like melted ice cream. Just tell yourself this once it's so was ice cream. So yeah. is melted ice cream. No, 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 no. Hold I don't on. drink melted ice cream. <laughs> it's because you eat it before it melts. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> this hey. is okay. So this is this is homemade eggnog. I made this myself. Chris, yours is bourbon. You can use you can use all sorts of different spirits, yeah, yeah. right? Bourbon's yep. pretty Bourbon's typical. Right. Yep. And then we use American malt, Liars American malt, NA. This I I mean I tasted it at my house before I brought it here. I like this so much better because it's not thick like store-bought eggnog good point store-bought eggnog is basically yogurt which i also like <laughs> oh no i can't go there you put that hey half of taste <laughs> is temperature texture. and texture agreed i agree and you That's put that like stuff this. in your mouth at that texture oh there's so many places i want to go with this oh, not this podcast <laughs> That's a different one. All right. Um, <laughs> this has a very, you know, like after you have a bowl of cinnamon toast crunch, yeah, and then you drink the milk. Nope. I don't ever <laughs> done that. I'm not Never nuts. have I done what? that. First you of all, guys, this is the best part. It's been a long time since I was eight. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> cinnamon toast crunch is still is a favorite cereal of mine because it's awesome. It's awesome. Okay, you drink it's the milk awesome. after. Oh no, God, right? No. Yeah. No, no, wait no. a minute. 
I would personally rather leave the cinnamon toast crunch in there for like two minutes then scoop all of it out and just drink the milk. I would rather eat it dry than drink it. Oh, dr- man. Drink the milk after. I would rather eat it dry than drink the milk. Yeah. I'm with you. Oh, my gosh. You guys are missing out. It's no, the best part. I don't when think I eat it are. with a spoon, I tip the spoon. To get the milk out. To get the milk out. <laughs> and then I eat it. Yep. What is wrong with you people? <laughs> well, it's good to I get a little bit the... of, uh, I don't want to say soggy because that gets gross. No, yeah, soggy is nasty. But where it gets a little soft, I would say, the, the cereal. But not where it's like falling Man. apart. Just a touch stop. That's perfect. That's the only need for the milk. After that, get the milk out of here. Oh yeah, I, so I need to say something about that. All right, here we go. Okay. If I didn't look at it, what well, you just want me to go get some food coloring? We can make it not white. No, 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 no. no. Uh, <laughs> I should have done that. If I didn't look at so it or jokes. feel it on in my mouth, I would actually like the taste. <laughs> <laughs> I would. I would like it. <laughs> We're gonna everybody fill in the blank with whatever you think goes there appropriately. Yes. We're all thinking probably the same thing. Mm-hmm. Um, it tastes good. You went for another sip because it tastes good. Like I said, if I can get past now, here's what it looks my question like. to you mm-hmm. because you know we've known each other for a long time. You don't do anything that's white and creamy, right? It's generally, a <laughs> but you discovered maybe this is not as bad as you thought. So now uh, my question is, what about the other stuff? What have you been like, Alfredo? You, been you don't like Alfredo? Oh no! Oh, what? No, 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 no. He doesn't like milk, Alfredo, yogurt, mayonnaise. This stuff, mayonnaise. There's no way. If mayonnaise but, is in the room, I'm gonna throw. I kind of get mayonnaise. But cottage cheese. Oh God! <laughs> he likes cottage cheese. I eat cottage cheese. I don't like white. That's and an creamy, old person thing to do, though. <laughs> like white and chunky. I like it curdling. <laughs> Oh, what in the world? <laughs> oh, golly. Cottage so, cheese is a top least desirable uh, food out there ever. Chunky white. This is this is good. It's delicious. You don't have to say it's good, but I'm surprised you. I'm genuinely thrilled that you went back for uh, more than one sip. I like the flavor, but nothing else about it. You don't like the, the texture? texture? I don't like the texture. It's not. It's like hot chocolate texture. It's not. I don't like the texture. This is a dumb question, but you've never had store-bought eggnog. Never. (laughs) Obviously. I wouldn't put eggnog in my mouth, okay? Come on. Really? That's what this is. Mm, So many things. I I like this because it's not, the texture's not that much off from just a normal drink. It tastes like cream, like coffee creamer. Yeah. You you? put this in coffee. This, um, This is good. If I had a straw... I, I would have an easier time. We could probably get you a twirly straw. Would that help? <laughs> well, I don't care how it's shaped. I just, I'm not putting that foamy stuff. Yeah, yeah. I just. So uh, this is made. I just went on. Uh, this is like an adapted recipe. I went on liquor.com, you know, very reliable site. Yep. <laughs> Search eggnog, went off their recipe, but added vanilla mm. and cinnamon. In addition to the nutmeg, very which nice. I think definitely makes it better. It's very good. So uh, right. if it's your first time listening or watching the episode, uh, welcome to Eight Minutes In Already. Uh, we go through every single week. We enjoy a cocktail, uh, alcoholic and non-alcoholic beverage, and then we rate them on a scale of zero to ten to put on our cocktail leaderboard. Uh, today we're going to continue the same. Again, National Eggnog Month, December is... 
So, Kevin, uh, I always start, and today I'm going with a .25. What? He is just... Come on. .3. I will never drink this ever again, nor will I finish <laughs> this one. You went in for more than one sip, and it's still a point, th- not even a one. What if we got you a trolley straw? It might be better. Should we see? <laughs> should we see? You, we're going to come back to your rating, okay? Yeah. I'm going to get up and go look and see and find some, because I think we have straws over there. Oh, yeah. You talk about your yeah, yeah. rating and all yeah, that sort right. of okay. stuff, okay? While, while you're doing that, I will uh, I'll vamp a little bit. Um, I like it. That's it. <laughs> Uh, so here's one thing I'm really impressed about this, Shaheen, is the fact that you made this from scratch, which is not easy to do. I did. Um, the store-bought, I think, would have gone just as far for me because I love eggnog. You like the thickness of it? Um, I don't know if that's an attribute I like about it, but mm. it certainly is a byproduct when you, you purchase eggnog. It's going to be thicker. But I do like eggnog. It's not something I'm going to drink all year round. It's that holiday season where we're at now where you kind of start getting in the mood. It's like, I want something like this because it's the right thing to do this time of the year. And uh, it's like ice cream in a glass. And I love ice cream. Sorry, I lied. We have no straws. All right. Um, Okay. So, (sighs) 0.3. Not 0.5, not 1. I mean, literally. I'll put it in there. That's what we do. He's like, he's fearfully approaching the glass. Like, he's just like <laughs> wincing. <laughs> if I could have a screen would it or a help filter? it knowing the ingredients, or would that make it worse? It, I don't know. What are the ingredients? <laughs> There's would... no mayonnaise. Okay, that there, helps. It's all it's, cottage cheese. <laughs> it's all cottage cheese. It's nutmeg and cottage cheese. What's there not to like? What What's in nutmeg? Nutmeg is the spice. Okay. So there's nutmeg and cinnamon and vanilla are like the extra kind of spices on top. Okay. It's eggs, milk, sugar, and heavy cream. I mean, that's literally it. It's like what you make ice cream out of. Kind of. Yeah. Hold the eggs. He likes it. You're, you're done. The best I can do. Point point five. Point five. All right. So we got a point five from Kevin. Chris. Um... I'll give this a solid 6.8. Ooh, okay. Which is still pretty high, I will it's say. It's really high. We've been on a run for the last few weeks of yeah. like my alleyway of cocktails. Yeah. This is still very good, very high for me. Okay. What wait, what did you just give it? 6. I added 8. 6.8. So you're right underneath the athletic hazy. It's right around there. I think I put the athletic hazy higher in my higher. my rating. Sure. But yeah. Okay. Um, I am going to give this. Five is middle of the road, so I'm going to go 5.5. It's, I'll have it around Christmas. It's not a drink I would necessarily go to, but I'm certainly not going to turn it away. Like if somebody had this at a Christmas party, usually it's by the the bowl. (laughs) (laughs) Which gives us a grand total of 4.27. Nice. So, hey, did you? I did. <laughs> I knew this one was going to be towards the bottom, so I adjusted the leaderboard to make some space for it. So, eggnog, if you don't mind white beverages, you're probably going to like it. thick, creamy, heavy. You can say any of that. Yeah. <laughs> Foamy. It's not... <laughs> 
There's too many. It just keeps going. There's too many. Uh, really and going. that's why I don't like and it. And if you don't like that sort of stuff, then don't drink this. There you go. I downed it. So You're done already? I liked it a lot. Mm. Well, wow. I you like, want Kevin's? No, I'm, I'm good. I, I, I like it um, for so many reasons. I like that it's creamy. I like that it's foamy. I like that it's white. Uh, wow. All the reasons Kevin hates it. <laughs> oh, that's amazing. All right. Okay, so anyway, uh, you should definitely make eggnog. Uh, we we recommend it. Chris and I recommend yeah. it. It's a good one. Uh, if you want to know how to make this, we will put the recipe that I use on our website, letsdrinkandthink.com. Be sure and follow us on all the socials at Let's Drink Think. Hit us up. You got questions at hello at Let's Drink and Think. Leave us a voice message on Spotify. Mm -hmm. Th that's it. I'm not doing a sponsored ad read for our own show. You're already here. So you're here. You're listening. You're already here. You're already yeah. listening. Uh, my name's Shaheen. Chris. <laughs> Kevin. Oh, nice. Uh, so it's just that yeah. chair. It's just that chair. That chair. Just that chair. Uh. If you only listen to the podcast, you're missing out on a lot. But yeah. thank you for listening anyway. Uh, this is Drinking and Thinking. Every single week, we uh, enjoy a beverage together. Right, Kevin? That's, we do. Enjoy. Most of the time. And then we talk about real-life uh, topics from a Christian perspective. And uh, what I want to talk about today was... Wait, before oh, we start. Oh, did I forget something? If you're podcast, you won't catch this, but if you're watching, I'm wearing a cowboy hat. Do you know why? <laughs> I thought you didn't want us to point that out. I'm wearing a cowboy hat because I just got back from Texas hunting. All right. I go to Texas bow hunting and then rifle hunting. Had a great time. Awesome. Love to tell you a story sometime. But I got to. It sounds like you want us to tell the story now. No, I don't. But why am I wearing a cowboy hat? Because I just got back from Texas. It's just. Okay. I'm, uh, I love this for so many reasons. Just the fact that you just said. Also, side note: before we start the podcast, <laughs> I'm wearing a hat. cowboy. <laughs> a cowboy hat. Come on. I am wearing socks today. You guys will notice. <laughs> hey, if you come in with a they cowboy hat sometime, I hope you explain. <laughs> <laughs> I hope you don't. I hope you don't. It's gonna be the biggest don't. hat you've ever seen. <laughs> And if, and if you go what? to Mexico this winter, maybe you'll bring a sombrero. Ooh, that sounds there you go. very fun. Uh, one other thing. Oh, okay. <clears throat> this is getting off the rails. I just realized we put the eggnog above the Guinness, which none of us finished. Yeah. That's how low you screwed these ratings up. <laughs> just, above just above a drink we all hated. It's twice as much. What do you mean just above? That's it. it was, well, it's almost twice it's almost as much. almost twice as this much. This should be... Uh, we should just take Guinness off the list. We should, actually. You know what? Mm -hmm. Not drink. They need to know. All right. Fine. Don't drink Guinness. Guinness. N.A. Guinness. Is terrible. So Moving on. All right. Okay. Topic for today. Like I said, we, we, uh, we talk about things from a Christian perspective, and I think there is this idea out there in culture that I've heard from a lot of non-Christians that their perception is if you are going to become a Christian— that nobody's ever said it in these words, but like, well, then you have to be a Jesus freak, weirdo. You can't have fun. You can't listen to good music. You can't enjoy a beverage. Like all they, th I think there's this perception that if you're going to become a Christian, 
fun is out the window. You're going to become just a strict mm -hmm. loser and suffer the rest of your life. And so I thought mm -hmm. we'd talk about that. Yeah. Because uh, mm, mm. I I think that's 100% wrong. I agree, actually. My life is suffering because of that. No. Because <laughs> you're a Christian. <laughs> because I'm a Christian. Um, no, that's interesting. Do you feel like that is a popular opinion, or is this just some people that have voiced that? I, I don't think it's maybe necessarily as extreme as I just made it out to be right sure, there. Sure. Um, but I do think there's this idea of if I become a Christian, I have to leave my life behind. Um, interesting. What do you think about that? I think it would depend what your life is that you're referring to leaving behind. Well, obviously, serial killer. Well, then, <laughs> hang on. We could talk no. about that. Uh, you know, because that's... Nor normal life. Yeah, okay, okay. I, I think, I my opinion is, anyway, I think a our culture views christian people as out there weirdos yeah i would agree with you on that and so if i'm going to become a christian i can't be normal anymore is that is that maybe a little more sure yeah, yeah. descriptive yep so hmm. what do you I, think i think that uh that is changing rapidly and it's not near as much as it used to be i think when i became a christian in the early 80s most of christianity was that way it was very prevalent everywhere. If you're a Christian, you you have to even dress a certain way and act. So you can't do that. You can't even go to certain places. You certainly can't go to movie houses, you know, that mm. kind of thing. And I, I think that's really, really, really changed. I think there's still pockets of what you're talking about of, of that. I think there's still pockets of that that can be pretty strong. And I think as far as the U.S. goes, in the South, it's much more prevalent than in the North that that still is a thing, but it's not near as much as it used to be. I, I think Christianity's come a long ways in that. However, there are still some things that are widespread, not just pockets, still widespread that I find very odd, you know, that, that really, really odd. Like, such as? Such as if you're a Christian, you have to listen to sissy music. You know, kind of like mm. music's a big one, you know, and sure. I, I can't even stomach Christian radio. I just can't. I can't listen. To, I've been I've been a Christian for years, but because you're a Christian, you can't have good music. You know, it seems that's still pretty prevalent. Uh, and even that's changing a little bit. But that that's a that's a huge one. I, I think another thing is if you're Christian, you you have to talk more immature. I think that's still prevalent. What do you mean by that? By immature, um, I, I was, I was, it was a few months ago. I think I told you about this, but I realized one of the reasons why I don't like talking to certain groups of people, or if you're ever around pastors, or if you're around certain, you know, church stuff, I feel like they're talking to me like I'm a child. I, I, I feel like they're talking to me like a child. Hmm. You know, uh, wow, it sure is cold outside today, isn't it? Like. In the like, you know, hey, it's freaking cold, ain't it? You know, like, yeah, I would just, it, it just seems like the, the language is not as normal as just normal language. And it's more of the, the feel of it. It's, it's, it's softer, it's slower, it's almost whispery. What is that all about? Hmm. Uh, I totally agree on the, on the music thing. We, I think we talked about this a little bit last season, but this idea that if you're, if, 
somewhere there's this unwritten rule that certain Christians keep perpetuating. If you're going to be a Christian, then you can't listen to classic rock. Mm-hmm. Or you can't listen to what secular yeah, anything. anything. Yeah. And like, mm-hmm. wait, who who made that up? Right. Yeah. That's not that that's not at all one of the requirements of being a Christian is avoiding good music. Well, maybe unwholesome talk is where they're coming from. <laughs> I, don't I don't know. I hear a lot of Christians saying unwholesome talk. Oh, absolutely. All <laughs> they the don't time. think is unwholesome talk. And they don't use a four letter word in there either. Oh no, they use Un- pickle. Unwholesome talk is yeah. Anyway, we go down. Do that you know road. the pickle story? No, I was just going to ask you what you the don't. heck are you talking about? Oh, we both know the pickle story. Yeah, there was uh, a lady one time that we both know, who Kevin has been known on the very rare occasion to say certain four-letter words, yes. foul language, language. Yep, yep. Yeah. that some Familiar. might consider colorful. <laughs> yes, I, I mean it doesn't happen often. Right? No, obviously, very rare circumstance, <laughs> but. Every once in a while. Mm-hmm. Only if you shoot my dog. <laughs> so, <laughs> anyway, this lady, uh, you know, knew about this, and she just said one time, like, I can't believe you say those words. You know, like, mm-hmm. when you get angry, how could you say the F word or the S word, you know? And when I get mad, I just say pickle. And, like, we were both there, and I, I'm I'm surprised our eyes didn't pop out of our head because we've talked about this now for mm-hmm. about 20 years. I can't wait to find out. Of this, <laughs> of this idea of, like... Do you think God is fooled by your pickle and his right, whatever language. word? Yeah. Like, come on. How how mm. pickle and stupid can we be? Mm-hmm. <laughs> you like what I did there? Yeah, I yep. love this. That was nice. Oh, man. The I, problem I, is I, if yeah. I started trying to do that, I would say the, the real words. <laughs> Just like, oh. Here's the point. Screw it up. Pickle. What was that is, word? Pickle, pickle. Is the real word the Crackers. problem or is What's it the your state heart? of the heart the right. problem? Yeah. Well, duh. Totally agree. Yeah. Totally agree. When I do use colorful language, it, it's it's rarely putting somebody down or a personal comment. Mm. It's more of a general frustration, you know. And so, I, yeah, I justify it that way. I justify it. <laughs> yeah. We should have a conversation around language at some point because I, I, I think it's a very interesting uh, piece of this. But getting back to what you had initially talked about, the weirdness part of it, which mm-hmm. I, I totally understand what you're saying. And I uh, I hope that is not prevalent because I, I hear what you're saying and I think um, I'm more aligned with what you're saying. And at least in my experience, it probably was at one point in time very clear to tell um, from an outsider's perspective who the weird Christians were. And who normal people were. Mm-hmm. Now I think it's weird Christians, Christians, and then normal people. Mm-hmm. Like to me, I feel like there are still weird Christians out there. Um, we know some of them, and then there's also like the big group of Christians that is normal. I would say normal as anybody else would be out there. Mm-hmm. Do you think? Uh, I think we can say normal because I would hope we're in that group. Two of the three of us. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Man, you're just missing out on so much for you to listen to the podcast. <laughs> but I don't mind being special. <laughs> <laughs> Please. Sorry. Um, do you I think- have a hat. <laughs> it's like when you walk into a refrigerator. <laughs> have you you ever think- just walk into a refrigerator? Do you- <laughs> this, this episode this has is gone great so, so far. far off so the rails. <laughs> Back to the weird Christians, normal Christians, yeah. people who aren't Christians. Yeah. I think we can clearly identify that, but do you think our world can? 
Because I don't think so. I think our I think world when could you define see... weird Christians, but I don't know if they'd be able to, uh, to identify very clearly normal Christians from normal people. No, not out there. But if you're talking about Christianity, mm. I think some people are... I think Christianity still has a pretty high element of, of judgmentalness. And I think that's what you're talking about. I, I think... I think Christianity still has a level of judgment or outside of Christians. Outside okay. of, of the Christian circle to the world, to people who aren't Christians. I, I think there is this weirdness and this judgmentalness, but not maybe as bad as it used to be. But I think it's a little bit different. Like I said, just certain things, music, yeah. whatever. But it's interesting when you ask somebody, uh, you know, if you were to ask somebody, you know, do you go to church? No. I've heard very, very often, I'm not, I'm not a church person. Right there tells you, See, so you have something in your head that right. says church people are here. You're, and I've asked many people, well, what do you mean you're not? What, what is, explain to me, what is a church, church person? Church people are different. They're yeah. weird. They're out there. Yeah. Whatever it is in my life, mm -hmm. I don't want to be that. I'm not that. Mm -hmm. And like, yeah. I, I think that's a huge misconception. Whatever, whatever perception mm -hmm. leads you to believe. Mm -hmm church person is this and you you yeah. wouldn't be mm -hmm. that's the problem right so christians can be weird i saw mm -hmm. some people can I, be I guess there's enough yeah, of those that's true enough of those pockets that it affects everybody um uh, not not the town that we live in but a town close by us uh once a month on a saturday there's three or four guys out there on uh, right on the on main street you know and and the highway going there they're on all four corners, and they're holding signs, uh, and they're passing out Bibles. Yeah. And, and listen, that's just weird in our culture. It is. That's just weird, okay? And if they were handing out toothbrushes, I wouldn't want one, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, it doesn't matter what. Okay, I was just trying to think of. <laughs> Your analogies are so amazing. <laughs> the point is, that's our a new culture one, by the way. Is not the place to be on the street corner doing anything because it's weird, you know. Correct. Yes, it's just weird, and and I and I know where they're coming from because we got to tell everybody about Jesus, you know. And here's yeah, the yeah. good news: you're going to hell, you know. Like, they're coming from a good place, but there's, they come from a good place, but there's no yeah. um, there's no awareness of is this the right way to do this mm -hmm. though in today's culture? To your point, the Bible says go out on the street corners, you know, right? Well. Cultures change, yeah. you know, what would be a street corner today? You know, maybe social media. Right. I don't know, but uh, it's just weird. Yeah. It's just weird what they do. And I think that the people aren't Christians say, Are I want nothing to do with being that weird. Exactly. You know? I'm not going to be that weird. Exactly. It, it, I wouldn't want to be that weird either. Right. Me either. <laughs> Christian or not. <laughs> yeah, mm -hmm. That's just, just weird. But I think some of the southern type of Christianity is still today, you know, that Bible uh, Belt, yeah, the stuff, whole in yeah. the Bible Belt, pretty the strict living kind of preaching, or yeah, yeah. you know, you don't do this or don't do that, kind of a thing. Uh, I think turns people off. Oh, I agree know? with that, one hundred percent. Yeah, and I would even say more so. I think that turns people off, at least from my perspective, than the weirdness of Christians, because I just still think there's there's weird people in every demographic, every group. There's just yeah. weirdness. That's where I'm, I'm still trying to understand that. Maybe weird's not the right word. I think there are people in our world today, I, I, I hope some of them are, are listening or watching, but 
I am going to resist becoming a Christian because of what I've seen in other Christians and what I think it has to mean for my life. Mm -hmm. uh. So that, like, what are some of those preconceived things that people think are barriers to becoming a Christian or being a Christian that don't need to be there? One of them might be, I have to go to church every week. That might be one. It could be a barrier. Maybe that's a barrier that. Well, I don't want to do that every week. If I'm a, if I become a Christian now, I have to my son. My weekends are shot. Yeah, might be one. Going to church, I think, is a wise thing to do, Absolutely. and I think there's Good lots of benefits to, to it. Mm -hmm. But that doesn't need to keep us from becoming a Christian and enjoying a relationship well, with and God. That's the thing you don't. The, the people who aren't a Christian get the impression that you have to. And you don't have to, you you want to. Yes. You know, you just, yep. hey, That's I like to be around these people. I, yeah. I like to be uplifted and, you know. But they're hearing you have to. Mm -hmm. So they're resistant. I think in some cases, they're even hearing, people who aren't Christians are hearing, well, you have to, you can't dress a certain, you have to dress a certain way. I mean, if you're going to be a Christian, you have to kind of dress like this. And I think that's one thing that pushes people away, you know, kind of. It's not as prevalent today, but it's yeah. still out there. Or even what you mentioned before, you have to talk like this as yeah. well. Yeah. Mm -hmm. mm. If you're a Christian, you can't do this anymore. And whatever, whatever that is, is, some of them are, most of those things probably aren't healthy. Yeah. But again, people are hearing, if you're going to be a Christian, then you can't do this anymore. Man, I would hope that um, we did a better job of representing what it looks like to be a Christian where people are looking mm -hmm. at other Christians and saying, I want to do whatever this person is doing. Mm -hmm. I want my life to reflect in the same way this person's life reflects because mm -hmm. I think that would be our hope and desire as Christians. Like We want to be that representation. Mm -hmm. um, but I, I think you're right. We are often go so far the other way. Maybe it's just... Lack of explanation, maybe lack of knowledge, or trying to put ourselves on a, a pedestal in some ways. I know uh, from, from an outsider uh, perspective, a person who's gone to church for many, many years, thirty-five years. Uh, I have heard the church tell me to live different than the world, to be different than the world, yep. so people will want to be like you. Well, the message I heard was, "Don't drink, smoke, or chew, or go with girls who do." You know, I mean that whole thing. Well, don't drink, don't smoke, don't chew, don't go to bad movies, yeah. don't swear, so that other people want to be like you. Yeah. That makes no sense to me. It just doesn't. Like that, that, those aren't attractive attributes. Right. I think the church has kind of sold it wrong. Mm -hmm. you know? I think if the church would tell Christian people, hey, the Bible even encourages us, don't be like the world. Be different. Be a light in the world. Well, what would be attractive? How about having love and joy and peace and patience yeah. and kindness and goodness, self-control. And I think I've used this as an example for years. Hey, when you're, when you're at work and, and you get Friday afternoon, the manager comes down and says, mandatory Saturday tomorrow, no excuses. Everybody's got to be here. Who's the person who says, well, you know what? It's, it wasn't, it's going to ruin my plans, but okay, I'll be here. Right. That person will stand out. Everybody else is going to be pissing and moaning, yeah. you know. And, and I think that Christians have heard from churches for so long, 
be different in these areas, but we're just like everybody who aren't Christians in those other. We're just yeah. as angry, just as mad, just as much road rage, just as depressed, just as unhappy. What's attractive if if I wasn't a Christian? What the Christians are trying to show me is different wouldn't be attractive. Right. You know what? I I want to have a cigar. I want to have a drink. I want to go to Your a movie. Your music sucks. Yeah. Your entertainment sucks. Yeah. The way you talk sucks. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Your talk sucks. Your friends are nerds. <laughs> Your friends are nerds. Well, uh, sign uh, me up for that. The Bible tells us Christians to be different than the world. Yes. But yeah. the church is always pointing to the wrong differences, in my opinion. Yeah. So the fruit of the spirit is kind of what you're looking That's at. How is people the should differences. see. Man, you know what? Bad news comes, and I, I just heard that you know your kid is sick, whatever. And man, you seem to have just as much joy as you do when everything's going. Well. What's with you? What? Yeah. Wouldn't joy be attractive? Right. Yeah. Or just peace in your life be attractive? But not smoking. What? What? That, I don't know. What? Why is that attractive? You don't smoke. Well, neither does most other people because it's not healthy. But right. anyway, I don't. Right. Know. Right. 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 So, uh, if 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 someone is wondering, okay, so we just said all these things aren't required. There's you know stupid things that the church they're not and stupid Christians, things, but they're not required. But they're not stupid. Some of things. them are stupid. Okay, yeah. Okay, some of them are. Stupid. <laughs> some of them are really are really pickling. Some stupid. of them are stupid for uncool people. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. If you want to be cool. <laughs> Leather coat and white T-shirt, yeah. A cowboy hat, maybe, maybe. Jeez, maybe. Um, you've really ruined the vibe here. <laughs> um, what is required then to be a Christian? Everybody, everybody thinks they have all these things. Live a certain way. Don't, 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 mm-hmm. don't, don't. Do, mm-hmm. do, 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 do. Mm-hmm. All these things. Two requirements. What is the requirement? Two requirements. Should I go first? Please do. <laughs> there are, I've read the Bible many times, there are two requirements to being a Christian. I'm curious because I'm, I'm aware of one, but maybe I'm... Oh, I think number. he's going to split the one up okay, into two. Okay. No. <laughs> because instantly I thought, huh? All right. This number is one is you have to understand that you are separated from God. See, he split the one into two. He did. Two. This you guy. Have to. Yeah. This pickle. Hey, you... <laughs> You know the word "saved." You know you can't get saved if you don't have if you're not lost. You can't get found if you're not lost. You can't get saved from what, and and you can't put your trust in Jesus if you don't realize you need to put your trust in Jesus. You know, there's no other way. So number one, I've got a problem. I got a problem, and it's sin, and that separates me from God. Right. I am separated from God, and and be honest, that's probably the biggest reason why people aren't Christians in America. We just don't think we're separated from God. We live God's pretty good loving. lives. We're pretty good. Oh, I know I'm not perfect, but God, God's forgiving, and yep. and we think we're okay. We think we're going to go to heaven when we die, if if you believe in heaven. And the second thing is obviously is once you know you're separated from God, what's the sol- Jesus is the only solution for that. Right. Jesus took away all of the penalty of our sin and gave us uh, a relationship with God. I mean that's it. Now, with that relationship with God, you can you are, you are now a Christian, but you may be a horrible Christian. You may be an unchanged Christian. You mm-hmm. may be, but you are and a immature. Christian, totally immature, totally unchanged, totally. You know, uh, Jesus told us the whole story about seeds. You know, and 
the ones that good soil, some produce 30, some 60, some 90 fold. You know, we're, we're not all the same. That's it. There's no measurement to once you put your trust in what Jesus did to have a relationship with God, where you go with that. There's, there's no measurements for that, okay? However, you are now a Christian. And no if you measurements for that, I don't know about that. I think no, there's things we can measure. I mean, it's, it's measurable, but there's no standard measurement, you know? Yeah, yeah. Nothing to achieve necessarily. Yeah, there's you no like benchmarks. Right, I have right. to attain. I have to be within here. the first thirty days. You don't have to get rid of <laughs> or thirty sin. years, whatever you know. First twelve months, then <laughs> you write a check. <laughs> Interestingly enough, that goes back to a comment on something else about someone who said, "Well, I mean, you can have sin in your life if you're a baby Christian for oh, like the first okay, thirty we, days." No, we can't do this again. <laughs> no, come on, it's so much fun. Why do I have to be the only one who just? boils inside when i read the comments because you're the only one who reads the comments oh oh that's probably true yeah wow <laughs> well if you leave a comment i want you to know i'll read it okay someone cares enough to read how about this i will put this out there for you alone you don't even know how to get onto youtube of course not <laughs> I, I will put this out there for all of you listeners shaheen gets a lot of negative comments can somebody just please send him some comments that are in a positive light once in a while? <laughs> just just help him out. I need some positivity in my life. You need a 10 to 1 ratio, though. <laughs> uh, yeah. Okay, so it's those two, yeah, those two those things, two which things. I think is actually one. one it but is one, yeah. It really is. It's one. Yeah. I like how you separated it out, though, because I it think the realization. Yeah. You, can't, you can't put your trust in Jesus. What are you putting your trust in him for? If you don't understand, I deserve hell. I am separated from God. How about 1A, 1B? How about two things? Acknowledge. <laughs> How about two things? <laughs> How about my way was right? <laughs> How about you walk into that fridge and listen to what okay. I'm going to say? That Wearing a hat. <laughs> that'd be a first. Sure. <laughs> um. Yeah. Okay. I'd, Whatever. I just think uh, we've we've sold people on something Christianity isn't, right. and we've mm -hmm. pushed people away unnecessarily. Right. Like that was that was the whole really yeah. point of this episode mm -hmm. is like whatever you think mm -hmm. is going to keep you from becoming a Christian, ninety nine point nine 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 percent of the time it doesn't have to be. Right. Mm -hmm. The mm -hmm. only thing that would keep you from becoming a Christian is not admitting your need for a savior, mm -hmm. and putting your trust in the savior. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's it. Mm -hmm. Anything else? Lifestyle, beverages, music, fun, mm -hmm. go down the list, mm -hmm. is all secondary. Mm -hmm. A lot of important things, a lot of wise things, beneficial mm -hmm. versus yeah. not beneficial, yeah, yeah, yeah. but mm -hmm. uh, required. But And I would even say some of those wise things you're referring to, I think that's... Um, that's whether you're a Christian or not. People well, get to that absolutely. point, right? Yeah. So that's where I think the the weirdness of Christians, there's weirdness of people. Like, there's some very wise things from otherworldly religions out there mm -hmm. uh, or non-religions, atheists. Like, there's some yeah. really wise things mm -hmm. that are taught and, and utilized that they know that just as much as Christians do. Save 10% mm -hmm. of your income during your yeah. working career. There's that's so just many, a it's wise just thing wise to, things do. to do. Yep. So we do know you those. have to? No. Right. But. And so that perception of weird Christians... Uh, there's weird people, mm -hmm. but I love what you're um, what you're referring mm -hmm. here to. What does a Christian look like? What is an what is a Christian? Mm -hmm. Now, a Christian listening to this could get 
uh, freaked out by what what you're saying. You know what we're just saying. Hey, yeah. these two things, this one thing. I know. Putting your trust in Jesus. Really, that's what qualifies. That's what makes us a Christian. That's what yes. makes us right with God. Okay. Now makes us right with God. Yes. Yes. Yep. Where uh, you you keep going. Yeah. Well, and I think Christians listening to this or watching this might kick back with, no, 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 wait, there's a lot of things the Bible says. But you also... There's a lot of things the Bible says, yeah. and, and I like how we've, we've talked about this before and how we've come to like just separate what the Bible says. The, a lot of what the Bible says is the state and condition mankind is in, mm-hmm. sinful, and the Bible describes who Jesus was, what he came to do, and what he accomplished mm-hmm. to make us right with him. And the Bible has a whole bunch of other things about how to live a good life. Yeah. Not the good life doesn't make us right with God or justify us. Mm-hmm. The good life is because God loves us. We're going to be here for 80 years mm-hmm. and he cares. And we've we've said this probably before on on one of these. It's worth saying. But when when we tell our kids don't touch the hot stove, don't drink that stuff under the cover, don't touch it and we yell at them, right? Don't do that. Don't cross the street without looking both ways. Do we do that to make our kids right with us? Absolutely not. We tell them that because we love them, mm-hmm. and we know more about life than they do. Mm-hmm. And we say don't do that because we know the hurt it's going to cause. Most of those instructions, most of those things that the Bible says do this are purely from that motive. Yep. They're not to make us right with God. They're because God loves us. They're he knows life more us. than us. He's our dad telling us little kids, hey, listen, don't lie. Why? It's going to hurt you. You are going to regret it. There's going to be pain. Hey, don't sleep around before you're married or after you're married. Don't don't sleep around. Why? Why? Because it makes us right with God? No, that doesn't make us right with God. It takes way more than that. It's because God knows more than we do. And even even when we are, if we're sleeping around, whatever, uh, having premarital sex, we think it doesn't hurt or us. Post-marital. Yep. Or post-marital. Or during marital. We think it doesn't hurt <laughs> <Or marital>. us. <laughs> we say this makes no sense. God knows better. Listen, this is going to cause you so much pain. Maybe might be tomorrow. Yeah. But someday, don't do that. Again, God loves us. Don't do that. So life goes better for you. Don't mm-hmm. hurt yourself. There's enough pain out there. Wise thing don't to do. hurt yourself. Yeah. It's a wise thing to do. However, you follow all this stuff doesn't make you right with God. Yeah. Doesn't keep or yes. Doesn't keep, keep you. you right with God. If it doesn't make you right, it can't keep you right. Jesus's sacrifice for us was completely sufficient yes. to make us right with God. Now, all this Unless other stuff Christian. the Bible says to do, which I'm just days. acknowledging, the Bible tells us a lot of other things to do. Yes. Two reasons why the Bible tells us. Two reasons why the Bible tells us what to do. The first one I just described. So life goes better. Yeah. What's the second reason? Represent his character. To be a good witness. Now, we don't have to be a witness to be right with God. Jesus makes us right with God. However, God wants us to be a witness for him. And the more our life looks mm-hmm. like him, reflects the him. more our behavior reflects the character of God, the better our witness is. So we're not denying the fact that if you live however you want, you're not representing God very well. We get that. But it doesn't make us right with God or not. That's, I think that is the issue you hound on all the yeah. time. 
That is what needs to be clarified because when Christians listen to this, they get upset, you know, that, well, you're saying you can do whatever you want. No, we're saying that doing... Yes, I am 100% saying no, you can. Uh, but qu quantify it with to be right with God. Hmm. You, you, we can, those other things aren't going to make us right or not right with God. Yep, right. Jesus makes us right with God. Now, those other things are bad to do. Mm -hmm. They're against what God tells us to do, but they don't make us right with God. Right. It's that clear, that simple. And again, maybe some of those other things are not even what some Christians say they are. Oh, right. The uh, beverage the, or Christians music. Christians make or, things up. I mean, they really like, do. There's some things where, where did, so dumb. I mean, this has pretty much gone away in most denominations. I think there's still some Southern churches that still hold to this, but... Who made up that playing cards is a sin? Who made that one up? Because it used to be really prevalent. Yeah. I mean, where, this is where non-Christians would not want to be a Christian because they heard from Christians, well, if you're a Christian, you can't play cards. I remember Why some of the not? rules at, at the college you went to for that yeah. like one or two years. Um, was it one or was it two? Uh, uh, two. But it was... Um you don't know. We're gonna say what college it is, but I, I don't Christian care. College. But it was Christian oh, college. But the um, uh, all right, fine. There was a you know a very uh, well known Christian college, but there are so many weird rules. So mm -hmm. couldn't play certain games. So mm -hmm. as you're saying that, like I'm trying to think, where the heck? And then you bring this up. So absolutely, cards. <laughs> only because I had friends who mm -hmm. went there yeah, too. Yeah. I'm so grateful I ended up yeah, not yeah. going there. No cards but. allowed. No, there are certain board games can't play. Mm -hmm. No video games. Outside of like Nintendo sixty four, mm -hmm. like baseline, like kid games. Mario. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. um, you couldn't have PG thirteen movies or above. We had everything, by the Which, way. Which <laughs> the Passion of the Christ is rated R. I agree. Hard line. It, no, hard line. No, absolutely not. Absolutely. Um, Could you read the of, Bible? Because a lot of Old Testament stories are definitely R rated. Oh, definitely able to read the Bible. In fact, it was one of the only books allowed in the in the dorms. Okay, now I want to say. <laughs> I'll say this. If a college has those rules to be there, there's nothing wrong with that. It's a private college. It's Agreed. their prerogative. No, 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 no. They totally don't even need to tell that. you why. You, hey, you know what? If you're no, going to be yeah, here, we're sure. yep, However, you're making that choice to go the there. The implication you know comes across that Correct. this is Christian. If you're going to be serious about being a yep. Christian, see, that's where it gets off. Yeah. Yep. 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 And again, I think there are some good reasons for some of it uh, being fun, but it's just um, some of those things we go so far with that I feel like we do more damage than good. Mm -hmm. um, because I think we would all agree it's probably a good thing to not watch a bunch of these terrible rated R movies. Of that we course have before, not. Right? Hey. We can get there. But a mature Christian will get there naturally yeah. as opposed to being forced to mm -hmm. go there. Mm -hmm. And that's the the challenge I have with some of these things in general, and obviously mm -hmm. using that as an example. But I think to non Christians listening to to people talk like this, mm -hmm. their defense jumps up and they say, "You're promoting that." I mean, that's the you're yeah, not promoting that, anything. That's the that's the impression right they'll get is mm -hmm. this whole idea that well, you're you're promoting people to live however they want. I want to clarify, no, you've never promoted anybody mm. living however they want. The point still say this simple. Non-Christians think you have to do all of this right. to be a Christian. That's what you come against the most, Yep. is that no, that is not a prerequisite. 
You don't have to change your lifestyle to put your trust in what Jesus right. did for you. That's right. part of the heart of this show. Yeah. You know? Yeah. You don't have to do that. Now, is cha- be honest with you, I need to change some things in my lifestyle to be really good for me. And chances are everybody listening to this should probably change some things in their lifestyle. I thought I was going to say I already know that. <laughs> <laughs> should. And you know what? And God wants you to. me off guard. God wants you to. Yeah. As a matter of fact... It's even more holy living, but it doesn't. And here's the whole line. It's just right there. It's that simple. But our behavior doesn't make us right or keep us right with God. Our behavior is not that powerful. We don't have good behavior. We don't have enough good behavior in us to make a difference. Right. We don't. Yep. And if we all realize that, you know, that we're just honest enough with ourselves. Honest enough with ourselves. No, a person that told you or, or commented, you know, that, well, young Christians got to grow up, you know, give them time. But young Christians will still, but after time they won't. Well, how long do you have to live to get rid of every single thought of sin in your life? Right. It's never going to happen. Doesn't mean you shouldn't try. It's never going to happen. Right. Our good works are filthy compared to the holy righteousness of God. Amen. We are only made right with God through Jesus and nothing else. All that other stuff is good for us to do. And you know what? I would encourage you to do that. Yeah. But allow God to transform your desires and your values and your perspective and watch. Things will change. But if you're not ready to do that yet, don't let it prevent you from becoming a Christian. Jesus will make you right with God. You can know God. He can be in your life and you go to heaven forever. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Your behavior is not going to keep you from that. Yep. You you know, mm-hmm. as a matter of fact, it's your behavior is exactly why Jesus did that. Yep, because we needed it. Mm-hmm. Amen. Okay, did that um, answer I, the question? I hope someone got that. I, I mean, so. honestly, just I I just feel sad that there are people who could be Christians, mm-hmm. could go to heaven when they die, could be open to experience a re- a mm-hmm. relationship with God, and are turned off because of stupid things. Christians say and do and perpetuate that aren't what's, true. Uh, what's the quote we've kind of uh, bought into about people being opposed? When you walk into a... Oh. When you walk into the valley. <laughs> I believe even somebody maybe listen to this uh, and you're opposed to this Christian thing. Yeah. I, I really don't believe you would stay opposed if you were properly exposed yeah. to what Christianity is all about. So I want to encourage you to look into it beyond yeah. the rules and beyond the... Look into this. What is Christianity, and what did Jesus come to do? Yep. I mean, we're pretty cool guys. We're good, hang. Two or three of us. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm just old. <laughs> uh, where do you think, if you had to pick, uh, maybe one place, some somebody who's say, okay, you got me convinced. I'm going to give you one chance to go read something from the Bible to see if what you're saying is true. Where would you? Tell them to go. That's it. Or, or even just maybe there's a book, you yeah. think. Um, you know, I think, and everybody's at a different place, but I I really mm-hmm. like the, the the letter that the Apostle Paul wrote to the Roman church it. because it's... Only, <laughs> stole your only answer. one I had. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> nope, you want to go first? Oh, go uh, first. Well, I was thinking. <laughs> I was thinking Romans. <laughs> okay, now you can. Well, because, you know what, he, he had never been to that church. You don't need to know all the history, but... He's, he's writing them about Christian doctrine. What is Christianity in comparison to religion 
and works and duty. Yeah. And, and so he writes with that comparison. There's a clarity what, part in there. I mean, really, yeah. he's talking about this is Christian doctrine. This is what Christianity is. And mm-hmm. it's not works. It's not religion. It's not this stuff. Pretty clear. You might have to read it two or three times, but mm-hmm. uh, I think it's pretty clear. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, that was going to be my answer, too. So I'll say something. Next different. time I got to go first because you guys are always way more on top of it. I'll than say me. Galatians. <laughs> it's like a short version of Romans or Ephesians or or well <laughs> Galatians. Okay. I'm gonna stick with that one. Okay. Romans is 16 chapters. Galatians is six. So, yeah, guys, you guys so are actually fun. making the nerd thing come back out again. Oh, sorry. You don't gotta be a nerd to be a Christian. So never mind. Don't read anything. Just take our word for it. <laughs> Uh, read at your How own about pace. This? Uh, great question. <laughs> okay, right, let's say uh, you know what I'm, I'm really interested. In, I'd like to attend a church. Yeah. What? How do you look for? What are the things you look for in a church to attend? Oh my gosh! It's that, challenging I feel like that's exp- another episode. It is. But it's also challenging for a purely non-Christian because what we would look for is through experience and through exposure. Um. As a non-Christian, I imagine that's a really challenging thing to find out. How do you mm-hmm. go to a church and realize, hey, this is a good church or not a good You're church? You're not going like, to know whether their doctrine right. is on or off. Right, or right. Whether... Yep. But there are some other things to look at, look for. Are they Authentic. are they modern? Are they are they re- are they really old-fashioned in how they talk, how they dress, their music, stuff like? That? You know what? I would just say, don't look for a church without giving it away. I mean, just something that you know what these people are relevant to culture they don't have any voodoo stuff the voodoo is the wrong word like they're not they're not afraid of music they're not afraid of a coffee shop in the church they're not they don't treat this church like it's some holy temple Mm. you know more of a modern building i mean those are surface things you can kind of look for generally speaking without knowing the church they're you're gonna have a better chance of finding a, a more uh clear definition of christianity in a church like that yeah I, I think most people would, I, I would say, look at the people. not I mean, not uh, outward. Like, if you go there and you visit two or three times, I think everybody should try a church more than once. Yeah. You can't get an accurate picture. But two, three, four times, how do the other people there treat you? And mm-hmm. I think it can go both ways. Are they just way off, over the top, your best day ever, you know? Yeah. Like, oh okay. Gosh. That's that's weird. Oh, that? Don't, so good at that. Don't be around that. <laughs> if they're holding signs in the parking lot, today's the greatest day. Like, yeah. mm, 10-foot pole. I need yeah. a new okay. church. <laughs> Last signs. Um, <laughs> but way on the other side, man, if, they, if, if when they talk, I think you can even tell an attitude. If they're super... Mm-hmm. Judgmental and condemning. If and they speak in King James language, if they English, speak, you know, just like yeah. I think you can tell a lot by the people. No yeah. church is going to be perfect, and no Mm-mm. person is going to be perfect. No. So we're not we're not shooting for that. But I think that'd be another thing to look at. Yeah, agreed. So yeah, and then also see if they serve eggnog. If they do, that'd be. Do you like cool. that transition? That was very forced. It was a very it was a, it was a hard <laughs> transition. Let's just say that <clears throat> I won't be attending. <laughs> Kevin, you didn't finish your drink. This no. is now two, two. episodes. Yeah. 
out of drinking and thinking, you did not finish your beverage. No, I'll give him credit because he finished the espresso martini and really enjoyed it, which is one I was really nervous he would like. Oh, I loved it. Yeah, and so mm. I think you're you're giving it a, a good old college try. You I, took more than one sip. Oh, that, that already in my book, that six. was like that was a win for today. Yeah. So. Four or five sips forced down. I'm very, forced I'm very proud of you. Yeah, way to go. Great job, growth, <laughs> growth. 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 There you go. Well. Can't wait to have you join us next week when we drink milk. So, <laughs> oh, frothed Ugh. milk. So wow. gross. We're going to have cottage cheese on the side, right? <laughs> it's going to be in the bottom. <laughs> yeah. So, anyway, you just you put a little milk float on oh. top of the cottage cheese. <laughs> we're all wearing hats next week. <laughs> we're all cowboy wait. hats. Oh, okay. Cowboy I was going to say, we all are wearing hats. <laughs> well, so. Well, anyway, yeah. thanks for sticking around this long. If you have questions about um, our show, questions about anything we've talked about in the previous episodes, or I would say especially questions about Christianity, um, mm-hmm. we would love to answer any of those questions. I mean, honestly, whether that's comment, email, hello, let's drink and think, uh, this is something we're all genuinely passionate mm-hmm. about. And if you have, if you just want to know more about it, that's uh, we want to be a part of helping to explain explain what this whole thing is. So. Thanks for being here. Chris and I suggest you make some eggnog for your holiday season in honor of National Eggnog Month. And leave and a positive comment for Shaheen to read. I'd appreciate that. <laughs> so thanks right. for uh, tuning in, listening, whatever. Catch you next time. Bye.